Oh my god. It's time for the November 30th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. An interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And that's... And that is... Yeah. That's... That's Mahler. He's happy because he has all his Christmas shopping done. Hmm. And it's a good thing too, isn't it, Mahler? Yeah, isn't that a good thing? Yeah. I knew a very anal retentive person who had all the shopping done by Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Always. That's fascinating. Yeah, it was. It was a fascinating relationship we had. Was he or she a dog? It was... She was not a... No, she was not. She was a person. Well... And, Mahler's a dog. Yeah, Mahler, well, there's a lot of effort when you're a dog going into your well, Christmas shopping. I'm just curious what he would get other than dried poop for people. I mean, is there? A, what does he have access? Here we to? go on the scatological. No, no, thing I'm just again. wondering what else there is out there. Mushrooms. Uh, what is Mushrooms. He? Yeah. Okay. Sticks. Sticks. Okay. He likes sticks a lot. Is he one of those artists? I'm one looking of those forward to getting that, a stick. That, that I mean, it might not be a stick, but you know. Yeah, you never know. Who knows? Mahler kind of keeps those things secret, don't yeah. you, Mahler? No. Yeah, he's a good boy. Seems to take offense to my characterization of his gifts as poop, too, apparently. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't blame yeah. him. Clashes between police and protesters in the Egyptian capital of Cairo. Oh, we're going what there. What a cool name for a capital of Egypt. Cairo. Cairo. Yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, these uh, police and protesters forced the closure of the U.S. embassy amidst gr- ongoing upheaval against President Mohamed Morsi's. Decree granting himself wide-ranging powers. And I have you know, I, I looked up as many times uh, the pronunciation of uh, Morsi. That's and, right. And that's what it is. It's, uh, he you was, said something really crazy last week. And I did? And threw me off, yeah. Oh. It's like, like, sound like marshmallows. Well, no. Mohammed Marshmallows is, that, is what well, you said. Well, anyway, that's his nickname. At least three people died. and Well, he's been kind of a, you know, a, a, a stiff marshmallow. Well, yeah, a but firm he's, marshmallow these days. Well, once, once he taking and... Taking a stand. Well, once he and Johnny Marr broke up the uh, Smiths, then he just seemed to have wandered way off the path there. At least three people died and hundreds of thousands have taken to uh, Tabrir Square mm-hmm. since Morsi's action last week, mm-hmm. which, you know, involved... Mm-hmm. Just doing all sorts of crazy stuff in the Middle East. Yeah. Brokering a peace, a truce uh, between uh, Palestine Mm -hmm. and Israel. Mm -hmm. The fresh protests come as Egypt's Constitutional Committee began voting on a draft charter, which they passed just yesterday. They they passed a draft. Mm -hmm. You know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Passing a draft is... Uh Just not, uh, you know, it doesn't mean anything definite is there. This is potentially, though, when they do that, they're fueling tensions between Islamists and secularists rallying against Morsi. And, uh, by the way, that draft tried to limit Morsi's power Mm -hmm. and Islamic influence. So we got a tug-of-war going on. Oh, there you go. That was my question. Was it going to have an impact on the influence of religion in in the government, but it will. And the Muslim Brotherhood has announced they'll hold a rally in support of Morsi. There's been all sorts of craziness going on. It's it's in turmoil in Egypt right now. And just to give some context, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. uh, there could not be a more important Arab country in the Middle East than Egypt is to our particular Uh interests. So, um, Well, they've been on our side in so many things. For so long. And helped us uh, broker truths and whatnot. So. So now they're they may go off in an independent 
for for course, those, and that'll put us in. Uh, well, it'll make things all the more interesting for Obama's second administration. Yeah, it makes it makes uh, Israel's position in the Middle East even more um, difficult. And, oh. Yeah, because uh, obviously they share a huge border, and they have managed to uh, maintain peace for the last uh, dec- couple of decades now. And uh, any change in that arrangement would put a significant amount of stress on. Israel and their military and their posturing and all the rest of it. So um, we'll see. Mexican President-elect Enrique Peña Nieto met with President Obama at the White House to discuss trade, immigration reform, and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's kind of crazy, though. It comes at a time when uh, Mexico's drug war mm-hmm. is really kind of going nuts. It is. Again, once again, they discovered 19 bodies in a mass grave. In uh, Chihuahua, mm-hmm. the death of a beauty queen killed in an apparent gun battle between soldiers and drug traffickers. That happened recently. Yeah. Uh, a former mayor who stood up to drug traffickers and survived two previous assassination attempts was murdered recently, right. like just a few days ago. Right. And uh, just, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, an environmentalist and his 10-year-old son were murdered. Uh, the environmentalist was trying to protect the forest from what was going on with the uh, 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 drug cartels there, tearing things up to to grow their product. We we've had we've had a little bit of this discussion before. Does, in your opinion, does the legalization of drugs in the United States put an at least mitigate some of the effects? Of I have them? no opinion All on right. this. Absolutely, was, absolutely no. I was opinion. afraid of that. Of course it would. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it would throw things in, into. I think that's what this is all about yeah, because right. we're moving toward a legalization. Yeah, and and uh, and Mexico at one point in time was too. Yeah, yeah, they were. And, and this is are. just the the uh, the blowback yeah. from that. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a, a decision point whether we we want to uh, suffer the wrath of the drug cartels and keep drugs illegal. It sounds counterintuitive, but that's exactly what's going on. As long as the drugs are illegal, the cartels make out big time. Yeah, every it does seem every day they find 19, 20, 30 bodies in a mass grave somewhere. Tens of thousands of people, including about two dozen mayors, have been killed since the U.S.-backed war on drugs began in 2006 under President Felipe Calderon. And that you could just say that's the... Yeah. The most recent edition of the, of the of the drug war. Yeah, in that period of time, I know that <clears throat> over fifty thousand people have died in Mexico as a result of that. Yep. Fifty thousand. Yep. That's a lot of people. The United States resisted calls for deeper carbon emission cuts. Cuts. We don't want to uh, cut our carbon. Oh. That's the uh, the Obama administration would hold fast to their two thousand and nine pledge to cut emissions by 17% below 2005 levels by 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, all these figures, 17% below 2005. Meanwhile, yeah, the, the carbon, the, the crap in the air is increasing dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and we're, we're talking about maybe we're going to cut it 17% below 2005, which doesn't come close to addressing the problem right now. Right. This is uh, the statement by the U.S. came despite a plea by poorer countries for greater action that would help uh, avoid more severe storms, droughts, and rising ocean levels. 
fact, uh, one uh, group was going out across the Pacific, uh, across the Atlantic, sorry, after Sandy, after mm-hmm. Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. yeah, right after Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. there was an island called Sandy. It's no longer there. Is that? Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's just ocean. And of course, an island named Sandy, you can imagine what was on the island. Yeah, it was a small island, but nonetheless. I think it was Sandy Dennis. Had a little house there. <laughs> yeah, poor girl. Well, just this comes, and I don't know how much uh, we're going to talk, but this is uh, comes as the uh, climate change. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the. Uh, what you don't know it? if we're going to talk about it? We're talking about it. I, I know we're talking about it, but I didn't know how much because I have about 10 stories on climate change. Well, go for it. No, I don't want to jump in. I'm just saying Doha in Qatar is the site of the. Of the um, and I want to make sure I get this right. What are we calling this? This U.S. UN summit on climate change is what it's called uh, in Doha, Qatar. Are you? I'm right there. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm listening I, I, to I you. just want to make sure. I'm um, eagerly listening to you. You are. I, that and that's what I can feel your hot stare on my neck right now. But um, this is not pressure, Mike. In the first ten months, I think we covered this last week, but I just think it bears repeating. The first 10 months of 2002, 2012 were the warmest in U.S. history. Uh-huh. Okay. This is a backdrop. It, emissions um, uh, won't halt the planet warming. Uh, emission targets won't. So you just described that. It doesn't well, it's been come. going on for quite a while. I, I just— You know, 90% of our smartest people who study these sort of things say the direction we're going in is going to cause calamity on the planet— within this century, and yet there are some uh, political toads out there who don't want to believe it because to believe that would affect their pocketbook. Right. Well, And, and, and that's what it's about. It's about their greed against the, the word of, of uh, scientists who have really nothing to gain by saying this. They could find some other field to, uh, to study where to, they could make a lot more money. Uh, where they could destroy capitalism if they, yeah. you know, yeah. another way. That's, if, they, <laughs> if that's the intent. Yeah, and, okay, I mean, just to continue just a little bit more on this vein, wealthy nations have fallen short on their pledges by, by uh, $24 billion less than they had committed to, uh, to giving in, in the cause of reducing the effects of climate change on the, on the, on the uh, planet. Mm-hmm. It just it just it's so depressing. Um, th- and th- there was a report, a UN report, sh- found that thawing of the permafrost has could significantly accelerate uh, due to global warming. They in fact sa- found an area the size of the United States um, had that had basically disappeared uh, um, the, of area in terms of uh, permafrost uh-huh. had disappeared from the planet within the last year. That's right, Mike. Did did I get that right? Uh huh. Okay, go. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop that, right now. Have you been taking drugs lately? I've been taking a lot of of, of Hall's triple soothing action mentholatum. Do you want to? Do you want to pick I that do that? up? And right, I'll, I'll, right. I'll take the mic here. It's it's hard for us. We're the only two people at the station, and a phone call's coming in. If it's somebody complaining about us, then just hang up the phone, Mike. At least 118 people were killed and many injured in a massive fire at a garment factory in Bangladesh. Lots of people in Bangladesh. Yeah. Dead. Dead. The victims were reportedly working overtime making clothes for major U.S. retailers like Walmart and Sears. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, 
the fashion factory lacked fire escapes on its top floors. That's I think that's where you want to put a fire escape that on the top floor. This is such a horrible story. Yeah. And I, and I hear too, although it wasn't confirmed in this uh, story, but elsewhere that uh, the doors were locked in a lot of cases, uh, just so people wouldn't go out and take breaks. Yeah. And and thereby uh, slowing down the evacuation of the building and probably contributing to the death of some people. Well, this is very much reminiscent. There was a very famous fire in New York City, a garment, same thing, garment district fire yeah. that killed hundreds of people. Very much, very similar. Doors were this locked in back the, in the 20s, yeah. I believe. Big fire in New York City. Caused, uh, really caused a lot of legislation to be passed, worker safety, and all kinds of reforms were enacted. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we're talking about Bangladesh here, but hopefully, because this isn't the first fire, garment fire. Um, oh, no. no, no. Factory fire. They've had a number of hundreds of people. I think they said 500 people had died in, in, uh, in, in these fires in very similar circumstances. So, uh, so every time you or me strap on our, uh, the latest from Adidas or Nike or wherever it is, and it says made in Bangladesh or the Gap, the yeah. Gap has stuff from Bangladesh as well. Yeah. It's crazy. The U.N. Framework Convention on Climate Change pledged to cap global temperature rises at least 2 degrees Celsius in the 2010 summit in Cancun. So that's going on. Okay. Uh, I should have followed that up with what you were saying, mm. but that phone call completely rattled my it head. It did, and they were, I think they were trying to sell us uh, insurance or something. Well, I think they were probably trying to. Um, or they, were, no. they, they just said stop. That, that's all I heard. Stop? Just stop. Okay. No. Let's just, go. I was kidding. But, yeah, it was a joke. Oh, I'm willing to stop. No. According to the U.N., the world is now on pace for a global temperature rise of between three and five degrees. And uh, that's pretty much it. We're we're trying to meet down there in Cancun and and iron this out. But we're not going to. U.S. isn't going to do anything. to. to, It it uh, is. Let's be honest. This is the fossil fuel industry. This is really what's what's, uh, you know, the engine in behind all of this is to deny, deny, deny. I don't know what they think is going to happen in 20 or 25 or 30 years from now. I don't don't understand what they're going to do, but they're going to engineer themselves out of this, what they think. Okay, let's go to something lighter. The Internet. Okay. Uh, Some people in uh, Twitter users in Britain are going to be sued. As many as 10,000 of them reportedly face the threat of legal action because of comments posted on the Internet or forwarded to others in which they referred to a BBC report wrongly linking a former Conservative Party official to the sexual abuse of a child. The official Alistair McAlpine was not named in the November 2nd BBC report, but enough clues were provided that Twitter users were able to identify him, which they did in great numbers. The BBC settled the libel claim, giving Alpine, uh, Mick Alpine, £185,000. Sounds like a lot of money. $300,000. Okay. And apologized for the error as a case of mistaken identity. But uh, McAlpine kept going. A spokesman for the politician said that his lawyers had identified 20 high-profile tweeters from whom they are seeking libel damages, including uh, Alan Davies, who's a comedian there, Sally Burkow, the wife of John Burkow, the Speaker of the House of Commons, and our good friend George Monbiant, the uh, Guardian columnist who's been on this show before. He has. At the time, he was a member of the House. And so be careful what you tweet, I guess. Yeah. 
someone might be suing you if you're tweeting the wrong thing. Although, if you know, if you get it from some other, you're just yeah. passing along passing the information, along. which you can only assume is correct. Because yeah. I, th- I, I do believe that some responsibility should go to the source. Yeah, I do too. Like, say, the people who are uh, keep ramming fossil fuels down our throats as the only alternative to energy. That's yeah. the source. Yeah, that's if we so- had another choice. Yeah. Exactly. We'd be okay. We would be okay. Just just switching there a little bit between Twitter and fossil fuels. Thank you. People's Daily, the party's official mouthpiece in China. People's Daily. Mm -hmm. And this story has been all over, but I thought we might as well approach it. All right. Ran a large feature on its website on North Korea's young leader, Kim Jong-un. You remember the the Un-young? Yes, Un-young. Being named The Onions, and we're familiar with The Onion. We are. The satirical newspaper. They named him the sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. But the, the paper in... in uh, Great story. There in uh, North Korea didn't know that that was a satirical story and uh, went with a big, big headline. They ran with it. Yeah, they ran with it. And this is a quote that, you know, from... Uh, they quoted the As- Onions assessment and okay. put it into their story. Yeah. As kind of fact, I guess. Mm -hmm. With his devastating, handsome, round face, his boyish charm, and his strong, sturdy frame, this Pyongyang-bred heartthrob is every woman's dream come true. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blessed with an air of power that masks an unmistakable, cute, cuddly side, Kim made his newspaper's editorial board swoon with his impeccable fashion sense. Chic, short hairstyle. Uh-huh. And, of course, that famous smile. <laughs> yeah. Many. It had 50, this uh, this uh, article, by the way, had 55 pages of photographs to back up their claim. Oh, my God. Yeah, so if you weren't convinced that just because The Onion said he was the sexiest oh man alive, God. you could see for yourself. 55 pages. And yeah. they ran with That is awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. You really... Uh, you really I think that word is an appropriate uh, Oh, I do. Thing. I think that... Yeah? Yeah. What do you think, Mueller? Oh, well, he's out in the back. You. He can't hear us. Is he, is he gathering gifts for us? Do you think it he looks might be, like he it. could yeah. be. He's he, doing something out there. Could be. Playing in the mud. He's rolling in it. Jeez. I can hardly hear him. Well, he's out there. In the, how, what do you expect to? Yeah, I, I mean... Uh-oh. Looks like he caught something. <laughs> Did you have anything on the international front, Mike? I, well, just real quick. Okay. Uh, we've sort of already forgotten that there was the Israelis in, um, uh, in military incursion into uh, Gaza. That's sort of uh, become old news already. Well, um, yeah. They did come to an agreement, a settlement of sorts, uh, a ceasefire brokered by Egypt that temporarily halted the, uh, the, uh, these attacks in, in Gaza. Um, and it does – well, everyone's saying that they made out on this thing in terms of what they wanted and what they got. Um, but a couple of – I think uh, – who knows? I mean, obviously, we'll find out more as we move forward. Um, but the, the Israeli prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, said that a more severe attack on Gaza is possible. Uh, and I assume he said it. In, in, Saber-rattling. Yeah, in, yeah. I know that our, our citizens are expecting a more severe military action – and perhaps we will need to do so. But at this time, the right thing for the state of Israel is to use this opportunity to achieve a long-lasting ceasefire, wow. which is laughable. Uh, also, uh, the defense uh, minister in Israel, uh, Barak, um, Ehud Barak, was former prime minister, uh, has stepped down. He said, I'm getting out of politics. 
Uh, and finally, they've exhumed the body of Yasser yeah. Arafat. They mm-hmm. went in and uh, a number of uh, scientists from uh, European uh, scientists went in and um, are doing an examination on his body to determine whether or not he had been killed by radioactive material known as polonium. They had found some on his clothing. He died in 2000. Arafat died in 2004 very quickly once he sort yeah. of was sick and then he was dead. Yep. And so it'll be interesting. We'll keep an eye on, on what actually comes of those tests. Yep. Yeah, I know. What is it, Mahler? Jeez, Mike. He's right on the mic. I know. Mike? He is. Right what here. is it, Mahler? Would you like to talk about something special? Like like drones in the news? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good boy. Drones in the news once again. Is it? He loves his drones in the news. I know he does. Yeah. Yeah. There he goes. He just comes up to remind us. Now he's out rolling in the mud again. The U.S. Navy's new bat-winged experimental drone was delivered to aircraft to the aircraft carrier Harry S. Truman. They have a bat-winged gr- uh, drone. A oh, bat and wing. by the way, just, yeah. just speaking of bat-wings, the Batmobile is for sale. In case you want to buy the Batmobile, it's for sale. There's a whole bunch of them. The, the newest one? Do you know if it's it, new? It is the original Batmobile. The, oh, the original Batmobile. I believe it is the original wow, Batmobile. Wow, that's the cool one, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah wow. Anyway, this Batwing drone is, uh, they took it to the Harry S. Truman, mm-hmm. the aircraft carrier. What's remarkable about this is that's the most, the point is, is this is going to land on and take off from an aircraft carrier, which is the most difficult maneuver right. if you're a pilot. Yeah. And what's even more remarkable is not only will it have no pilot aboard, that, that's why it's called a drone. Hence the drone. But yeah. it'll have no pilot at all. There will be no joystick pilot. Oh. This is, this is completely computer operated. You push a button and that baby takes off or lands. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so this marks a paradigm shift in warfare. We will no longer be responsible. We can just hand over our wars to drones. I robot. Yeah. Really? We just kind of this program This is a whole things. new level, yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. Program, you know, pull-over citizen? Is that, the, is that what's happening next? Did I guess so. Pull-over citizen. <laughs> the drone also has a fully capable weapons bay with a payload capacity of 4,500 pounds. Okay, that that's sounds a lot like of, a lot. That's a lot of... Uh, that sounds like a lot. Boom there. Yeah. Also in Drones in the News... Wow. I have a question for you, Mike. Are unmanned aircraft known to have difficulty avoiding collisions safe to use in America's crowded airspace? I would say we don't, we don't care until something bad happens. And would their widespread use for surveillance result in unconstitutional invasions of privacy? We, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Experts say neither question has been answered satisfactorily. Yeah. yeah. Yet the federal government is rushing to open America's skies to tens of thousands of drones, pushed to do so by a law championed by manufacturers of the unnamed or unmanned aircraft. The 60-member House of Representatives Drone Caucus, Mm -hmm. it's a drone caucus, or officially the House Unmanned Systems Caucus, which kind of describes well, the House itself. I was just going to yeah. thank you. You beat me to that joke. Yeah, yeah thank Ba-doom. you. Yeah. Has helped push that agenda. And over the last four years, caucus members have drawn nearly $8 million in drone-related campaign contributions. Of course they have. Okay. Nice. 
<sighs> also, a fresh U.S. assassination drone strike has claimed the lives of at least four people and severely injured several others in Pakistan's northwestern tribal belt near the border with Afghanistan. This was a CIA-operated unmanned vehicle. It also fired multiple missiles into open fields across the region. Just kind just, of having fun, I just, guess. Just, yeah, it was yeah. one of those election day things. Barack had won, and he just started firing into that, <laughs> into that area. Let him know. Let him know who's, who's, who's the man. Also in Drones in the News. Yes. Representatives Ed Markey, who's a Democrat, Massachusetts, Massachusetts yeah. and Joe Barton, who's a Republican out yeah. of Texas, mm-hmm. slammed the Federal Aviation Administration for failing to ensure that domestic drones will not invade the privacy of Americans. So they're upset about this whole drone thing, especially Good. domestic drones. Yeah. The FAA, <coughs> excuse me, does not appear to be prioritizing privacy and transparency measures in its plan to integrate non-military drones into U.S. airspace. That's what Markey said. And on and on. Just that while there are benefits to using drones to gather information for law enforcement and appropriate research purposes, drones shouldn't be used to gather private information on regular Americans. You know how furious people are going to be when they realize that this is, I mean, it's already, it's, it will be at a point where it's happening and there, and there will be hardly anything they can do and how mad they're going to be. This, how, you know, almost furious. I think, well, this is where those guys in the, in, you know, the Black Hills of Dakota should be talking about the helicopter, the federal, the black helicopters that everyone's uh-huh. always railing about. Yeah. Well, this is a manifestation in some manner of speaking of what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, in, you know, I don't want to sound like them. But at the same time, these will be in our skies. These will be monitoring our behavior and our actions and our movements uh, without our permission, without any suspicion of any wrongdoing. They'll just be out there. And I, th- I just think at some point people are going to be furious to find this out. I, I hope they are in some level. But On the other hand, we can have our own private drones. Oh, like you said. Yeah. I think what we all need to do is we all need to incorporate. I think every one of us should become a, a private corporation well not, and then every that, one of us i'm yeah, thinking maybe we pitch in you know like-minded people pitch in and get their own drone well no the drone idea is a good idea but i'm saying if we're corporations apparently we enjoy we would enjoy okay. more rights we form a corporation more rights you to and privacy. i and yeah. some of our listeners yeah form a corporation no, it, it, you as an individual you become nathan callan incorporated i become mike caspar okay we can't we can't actually we can do it you, together no oh. no because okay. that way we enjoy Individually, we be able to exert more pressure and, and power. Oh, I see. And, Each person should declare it's himself a corporation. Yeah, that way. That way, we'd have more rights than corp than to, we to do privacy. Now. To yeah. privacy, yeah. certainly, and, and less transfers. One last thing in the drone story. Unless uh-huh. you have another drone story. I got no drones. Uh, the Obama administration was apparently uh, accelerating its efforts to codify. Yeah. The the standards for waging drone attacks in the lead up to the election. They weren't absolutely sure they were going to win. Yeah. So they decided, well, maybe we should write this stuff down in case the next guy comes they, in. Yeah. Because they want to be sure it's on the books. Exactly. Uh, so uh, it was a lower priority um, uh, in, until Obama thought, well, I could lose this thing. So um, just and point of fact, uh, something like 2,500 people have died in 300 drone strikes since Barack Obama took office. Just thought you should know. As long as you're speaking about the Obama administration, two more Republican senators are adding their voices to the growing criticism against U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Susan Rice. Yeah. So she's a little bit in in trouble there, although, you know, what they're saying is the old 
crap, you know, about uh, uh, Benghazi. Yeah, Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. However, they seem there's a political motive behind this yes. because they're hoping that Kerry gets the position that opens up Kerry's seat. In Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, in which case they would put Senator Scott Brown, who is defeated by Elizabeth Warren right. in that state, right. to run for office and right. put him back in. They're hoping. However, yeah, the, the people that are leading the charge are Lindsey Graham, yeah. uh, John McCain, uh, Susan Collins, and this other um, New Hampshire, she was just elected, Iota from New Hampshire, woman. Uh, and they're all, they all campaigned for Scott Brown, by the way. Yeah. They were all in the state to campaign for him. And now they're saying, oh, no, no, we don't want Susan Rice. We want John Kerry. A little the, payback. The, sa- the same guy, by the way, that was uh, a fake patriot. Remember, you know, the, the, the guy. Scotty. No. Remember John Kerry was such a dis. Oh, they're saying about yeah. yeah they want now they him love him. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, love yeah, him, yeah, yeah. but but it but eight years ago he was there. Uh, you know this horrible. Well, the only man fake. who's run for president other than John McCain who actually has a military record that's a, you yeah know, a reputable that, yeah, honor, yeah award winning if you yeah. will. They they said he was a coward. A coward. And, yeah. All this stuff. But now mm-hmm. they think he's good enough to be Secretary of State. Give me a break. Uh, also, there is something to be said about Rice, though, negatively. Uh, she yeah. holds up to $600,000 worth of stock in the firm behind the controversial Keystone XL oil pipeline. Yeah. And she could play a role in determining the fate of the pipeline. So, Well, because uh, it, the, the pipeline goes across herself. international borders. It comes from yep. Canada into the United States. It will need to go through the, the, uh, Department of, uh, the State Department yep. for approval. And she would be in charge of that. In Florida, the controversial stand-your-ground law is back in the spotlight, Mike, after an African-American teenager was shot dead by a 45-year-old white man who said his music was too loud. The black man's music was too loud. Seems perfectly reasonable. He, he shot eight problem, or nine Nathan? times into the car, fatally hitting Jordan Russell Davis. Unbelievable. That was Michael David Dunn who did that. Uh, Dunn told police he felt threatened and thought he saw a gun, even though there was no gun ever found other than his. But he thought he scene. saw one. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. So there. That's ugly. News Corps' R- Rupert Mur- Murdoch might uh, buy the Los Angeles Times. Yeah. That's in, in line, which yeah. is very sad. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, the Chicago Tribune always, already owns it, which is. Right. Sad. Was the saddest part of it all, is, but now has, it's gone to Murdoch. Hasn't is, Fox News or Fox and, and Rupert Murdoch done enough to screw over L.A. when they bought the uh, Dodgers yeah. many years ago? Wasn't that enough? Isn't that enough? Really, for God's sake. Scientists have finally shown what has been postulated for decades that the planet Mercury holds billions of tonnes or as we like to say, tons of water mm-hmm. at the North Pole, at its North Pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows that the craters in constant shadow there host water and that much of the ice is beneath an insulating layer of dark material rich in organic and volatile molecules. Ooh. Uh-huh. So that would be good for it the next... It could be sold at Mother's uh, Grocery, oh, I guess. Or, or yeah. the next uh, version of uh, the mini pad. Uh-huh. Yeah, could probably be using some of that stuff. The mini pad? You know, the iPad. Why would they use that? Well, they got minerals. And you say minerals and... No, I didn't say minerals. Or, oh, sorry. Uh, I just, I heard. It, these findings could explain how these ingredients first arrived on Earth. The r- rich in organic and volatile molecules. Okay. Molecules. 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 Hey, a lot of people were buying guns since the election. 
They were buying guns after the yeah, last but now, election. Yeah, now it's popped up again. You of know, course they it bought has. it before the election, well, then, and now they're buying even more. But when Barack because, Obama was elected, there was a big uptake in uh, the amount of ammunition and It doesn't guns. dawn on them that maybe the fear is being used so they can sell more guns. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's what it's about. It's about selling things. <sighs> the American Civil Liberties Union announced it is suing the Departments of Defense to lift immediately all restrictions on women serving in combat units. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm not sure what to make of that, but it's Yeah, I mean, they're, they're quite capable of yeah. blowing things up. Yeah. Do we, do they, is that really what, what we want to do? I, I guess so. Yeah. Good I mean, luck they, with that. It's hindering their ability yeah. to be for promotions because they're not serving in certain Well, the positions. other thing is, and, and this is, is a good point by the ACLU, they're already on the front lines. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. already doing yeah. those things. They're, they're fighting in exactly the same circumstances as men, but they're not recognized for their work. And that's, I think that might, might be what this is about. Yeah. What? The U.S. Supreme Court, revi- Court revised a challenge to Bar- Barack Obama's health care reforms. Who did? The U.S. Supreme Court is that allowing right? a Christian college to pursue litigation, raising First Amendment objections to a law that the court mostly upheld in June. Mm-hmm. Commerce Clause. Liberty University in, of all places, Lynchburg, Virginia. Who knew? That's had a... challenged both the individual mandate, which required all people to obtain it, sure insurance, blah, 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 and a separate mandate requiring large employers to provide coverage for workers. Yeah. The university asked for a rehearing, saying that because the Fourth Circuit was wrong, it decided it lacked jurisdiction. And so the Supreme Court order allows the the decision to be thrown out. That Liberty College, wasn't that started by the ever-corpulent, what's-his-face, big overweight jerk? The the guy that that used to go down water slides? No, that was uh, Jim. The ever corpulent. I don't pay attention to these things, Mike. Anyway, yeah, it started by one of them. There you go again, bringing up something you don't know. I I thought you would know. I thought for sure this one you would know. I don't pay attention to those people. He was one of the original Christian right guys. uh, Dr. Phil? Okay, let's move on. The U.S. birth rate plunged last year to a record low. Uh Just want to let you know, there's less people being born here. I'm going to have to get busy. The decline for Mexican immigrant women was more extreme at 23% less. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Proves my point. Which is it? Which is, as people gain some economic power and, yeah. and footing in the United States, their birth rate goes down. And I think that's an indication the Latinos are beginning to see some yes, progress in that regard. It happens. Isn't it's that just, correct? What happened to the American labor movement? Look out. They've kind of, do you have anything on them? This, this, they've really kind of shown some... Uh, Huevos lately. Yeah, what'd they do? Uh, well, Walmart workers are staging, they staged some strikes uh, yeah. during on Black Friday. They want to organize. Uh-huh. Uh, fast food in New York City, fast food workers at McDonald's, Taco Bell, and I think Burger King are asking uh, for union recognition and a $15 an hour wage. Wow. Clerical workers uh, struck at the port of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and... One of the most famous labor leaders of uh, the last 50 years um, would be Marvin Miller. He died uh, over the uh, last week, famous for his work with the baseball. Baseball. So, so it, he really is moving forward. Well, is he that what you're himself saying? is not so much moving oh, forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got yeah, confused. but but yeah, he, I'm just saying, just to uh, you know, just 
note his passing. All right. Jerry, so, so Jerry Falwell. Did he have anything Jerry, to do with the story? Jerry, except that he's part of it. I should have said. And, and Jerry then, Falwell is the one that went down the water slide. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. It's Jerry right. Falwell, the Everclorpulent. I was just trying to keep it Everclorpulent. Yeah. He's just a little bit pudgy. Okay. Corpulent. Puss. U.S. government officials have temporarily banned British petroleum from new federal contracts. This just sounds like a... Yeah. You know, a little appeasement this, this was, to make us happy. Do you think? We're not buying into this. Well, you don't they can't, think it was a middle they, finger to them, really, a little bit? They have to prove that they're good people. Go ahead. Say the story because people don't know exactly what we're talking about. Well, they, they, we're not going to have new federal contracts with British Petroleum because of the 2010 Deepwater Horizon blowout and the oil spill that killed 11 workers and polluted hundreds of miles of Gulf of Mexico so, shoreline. We, we so had Fed a heavy, said, yeah. heavy criminal fine against yeah. them, and now we won't have any new contracts. Yeah. Well, that just makes sense. That's what they tag on. They did that until uh, BP uh, demonstrated uh, that they uh, will uh, clean up their act okay. or have cleaned up their act. Until the company can provide sufficient evidence to the EPA demonstrating that it meets federal business standards. It has nothing to do with existing contracts. Those existing contracts are still in place. And I'd like to see exactly what kind, kind of contracts or how many contracts were on the table oh, that's before I applaud you, this yeah, move. Yeah, you're a good point. Oh, just quickly. I remember last week when, when uh, we told uh, the folks at home how uh, NASA's Curiosity uh, rover was going to come back with something historic? Mm-hmm. That was a misprint. Apparently, they were coming back with something historic. No, well, no, the okay. n- national NPR reporter, uh, they say, Screwed up. took things a little bit, you know, too uh, sensationalistic. Okay. They were just saying, in general, the whole project will be one for the history books. And uh, the oh, reporter and he... thought there was one particular thing that was going to uh, be. So that you. clears up that. So he's not coming, they're not coming back with proof mm-hmm. that the moon landing was fake? Is that what you're, is that, that's not what it's going to be? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Something like that. I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't I know. Got a couple of quick items for you. Yeah, I know, Mar, you've been quiet. Yeah. Oh, oh he's cleaning. He's got some mud stuck in his teeth. Well, now. he's also got a lot of gifts to produce, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, I see what you're saying. Robert Schuller. I want to talk a little bit about Bob Schuller. Bob, Bob Is that Schuller. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. founder of the Crystal Cathedral. And the host of the Hour of Power television program. Amen, Did you ever brother. watch the Hour of Power? Amen, brother. Yes. Okay. I'm going to stand up for Bob Schuler, no matter what you say. Go ahead. Unless it's something, <laughs> unless it's no, something really, really horrible. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. I'm just right. saying that uh, he, he, you know, the the uh, ministry went bankrupt. Yes, it did. And they were uh, they uh, Schuler was seeking five million dollars uh, in the settlement mm-hmm. on the bankruptcy. His family was uh, going to drive that way up because they wanted a lot too. Yeah. They're pretty much estranged, too. Yeah, I mean, they have their own him, little ministry, yeah, and yeah. Schiller is off doing whatever he's doing, right. planting palm trees somewhere. Right. Uh, the court gave them only $700,000 to divvy up. Ooh. I mean, this is just a slap in the face by the court. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's going on now is it allows all the small-time vendors who help stage the church's opulence, Christmas, and Easter services. Mm-hmm. Pretty much puts an end to all that. Yeah. Uh, to collect on the more than $12 million they claim they are owed by the uh, ministry there. That's been a while, and they still owe them $12 million for that Las Vegas uh, yeah. Christ show. Yeah, it really was. It really That's was. disgusting. It really was. I'll I give you that. But I will say this about Bob. 
Cause he's we, a jackass. I, I will say this. Of all of those guys, just in the spectrum of those people. He, well, he was the Tony Robbins. He was all about, he, he was never fire and brimstone, you're all going to hell for, you know, whatever. He, he was all about posit- power, positive thinking. I'll give him that. It was not that crazy hellfire, you're all, you know, damnation stuff. He, so, no, he was just a shyster. I don't. Okay. I yeah. I, I, I had friends who visited his his estate in uh, in I think oh, it was in the Anaheim him, Hills. Which yeah. Well, not only that, but city workers were doing jobs for him and Whoa. treating him extra cool. And oh, okay. Of course they would, but he was just another shyster. Yeah. A milk driver, a milk truck driver in Wisconsin, ran over two cows. Is that under the Is that under the iron ironic stories? Is yeah, that I had the, iron, the ironic the, stories the, the coming irony. up. The story of yeah. irony. Yeah. All right. I like this that one. This is what the kids at home wait for. They do. The ironic story. Yeah, they yeah. wait for this stuff. They yeah. wait, is it a quarter of? That's why I hold it back turn, till the end. Let's turn on weekly signals. Yeah. It's a quarter of. And this is one of my stuff. favorite. A deer yeah. in White House, Texas, chased two men into the bed of a pickup truck, then ate a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got two quick stories because you're already. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> you're into the good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I just want to bring us all back down a little bit. Florida Republicans are are now admitting that they're att- that they attempted to suppress Democratic voters oh, yeah. with the new law. Yeah, they're admitting the, it. They now say that's what's the intent because they know that honesty is the new policy. It is. It is yeah. cleansing. We've brother, been very bad, brothers and sisters. Cleanse thy soul by ta- telling us. So they admit it. They said, "Yeah, we were basically trying to make sure that they didn't win the state." Of- of Florida by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And also, I happen to catch this. If you want to go YouTube this, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Thomas Ricks was on Fox News for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was a nice... And, and he, uh, he basically let, out, let the cat out of the bag. At, we were talking about Benghazi when he said... Um, and I think the emphasis on Benghazi has been extremely political, partly because Fox News was, a, was operating as a wing of the Republican Party Thank you very much for stopping by, Thomas Hicks. They gave yeah. him, he was supposed to be on for about a four or five minute segment. He was yeah. on for about a minute and a half. Oh, an arm of the Republican Party, yeah. Fox News. That's yeah, the that important was the, part. Yeah. And, he, and he was just pointing out yeah. that that uh, how many diplomats have been killed in in other circumstances. Yeah, but it was just and, a beautiful. And Fox moment. News, you know, the commentator says, uh, "I don't know." Yeah, and he goes exactly the point. Yeah. You guys have politicized this one event. You have no idea. You have no comparison. There's no context for what you're saying. All you are is a uh, an arm of the Republican Party. Thanks for stopping by, Tommy. Boom! Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. All right. And you got nothing else, huh? That's it. Well, I got an and finally. An and finally. <laughs> a German it. woman was accused of trying to smother her boyfriend with her double D cup breasts. Say that again. A German woman yeah. was accused of trying to smother her boyfriend uh-huh. with her double D cup breasts. Okay. Those are, Thank you. Know, you. I just want to make sure I got it. In case you're yeah, wondering. those are big. Yeah. yeah. Double D. Would you like to hear that again? No, Is no, I got it. I got the picture now. I, okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. So, so they, the, the man, of course, survived yeah. this. This <laughs> ordeal. But he said. Did he it, say it was an ordeal? I just no, want to know. He didn't say it was an ordeal. <laughs> but he said that his girlfriend said, treasure. As this was going on, treasure. Uh, I wanted your death to be as pleasurable as possible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>